everyone, and welcome to the fourth episode of Lit at the Beach, also known as Literature at the Beach. I'm Cindy Aguilera, and I'll be your host for today. Lit at the Beach is a special series we are bringing in this month, and we'll be continuing for the next month as well. But this particular uh, series was focusing on Women's History Month, and we read books written by amazing female authors. And most of these books have been banned around the country. So, of course, since we don't do banned books, we're going to go ahead and fight the system and talk about these books and encourage people to read them because these are powerful stories that deserve to be heard. For this episode, I will introduce a powerful and profound story. This book is called The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. Angie Thomas was born, raised, and still lives in Jackson, Mississippi. Mississippi. She holds a BFA in creative writing from Belhaven University. She's also an inaugural winner of the Walter Dean Myers Grant. She's been awarded several awards for this book. Her debut novel, The Hate You Give, was adapted into a movie starring actress Amanda Stenberg, which you can also watch on Netflix. But in this book, 16-year-old Star Carter has to transition from her home in Garden Heights to the fancy prep school she attends called Williamson. She's constantly like having to battle between two identities, who she is when she's around her family and her friends at home and who she needs to be when she's at this like prep school, which you can imagine is predominantly white. Um, She's jolted, however, out of this duality when she witnesses the fatal shooting of her childhood friend Khalil at the hands of police. The story then follows Star as she mourns and has to relive that tragic moment while still trying to be a normal teenager. Members in her community also weave in and out of her life, and Khalil's murder ignites protests. This story is similar to the Black Lives Matter movement that brought light and justice to many Black issues surrounding police brutality. So as you can imagine, this, there's a lot of heavy topics, a lot of very you know, emotionally taxing sort of scenes, and I think that's probably why it was banned. But it doesn't take away from the importance that these stories need to be heard. I love this book so far. I'm not done reading it. I'm about halfway done. But it really tells the events from a teenager's perspective. This book is directed for young adults. And it really captures just the emotions, how complex life at that age is. I mean, do you remember when you were like 16 and how... You were so worried about friendships, relationships, your future, and the people around you and and just the way that you relate to them and, and who you're supposed to be. Your identity is constantly uh, a, a source of worry for you. And Star is faced with these things as well. She's also faced with tough decisions. I mean, to witness a murder, you know, and it's someone that she grew up with that that she really just admired in a sense you know she's experienced loss grief trauma at such a young age but thankfully in her family she has an amazing mother and father who guide her along the way she also has siblings and um, just different characters in the movie in I'm sorry in the book that um, really like kind of help her make sense of things and it's a very very complex topic I mean it's a very complex like you know, thing to witness. Um, And no spoilers. I don't want you to like 
you know, not want to read this because this is such a good book. But this is the second time that Star has witnessed one of her close friends being murdered. And, you know, again, like that trauma comes back. Um, and it's just, it's it's a very, very impactful, super powerful book. I admire Star and, and her strength and, and how resilient she is. But in that same in that same feeling, I feel saddened for all the stars out there that have to go through stuff like this and have to be resilient and have to be strong. And you still have to live life normally. You still have to go to school and like get your life together and focus on your future. And in the back of your mind, there is this traumatic experience that just keeps coming back and keeps coming back. Um, I don't want to give too much away. But I know when you read this book, you'll also be impacted emotionally and mentally just to get a firsthand view of police brutality in the black community and just how impactful all of those things are. But how death, loss and grief can really just change someone, you know, and it's it's not to be taken lightly. I'm going to read a scene where Star, her father and her mother go visit Khalil's grandmother. Um, they've all known each other for years and are almost like they're they're almost like an entire family together. We learn new information about Khalil, but also get a close look at just how much she was loved and how much he will be missed. So this is from page 63. Cameron holds his grandma's hand as he leads her into the living room like she's the queen of the world in a house coat. She looks thinner, but strong for somebody going through chemo and all of this. A scarf wrapped around her head adds to her majesty, an African queen, and we're blessed to be in her presence. The rest of us stand. Mama hugs Cameron and kisses one of his chubby cheeks. Khalil called him Chipmunk because of them, but he'd check anybody stupid enough to call his little brother fat. Daddy gives Cameron a palm slap that ends in a hug. What's up, man? You okay? Yes, sir. A big white smile spreads across Miss Rosalie's face. She holds her arms out and I walk into the most heartfelt hug I've ever gotten from someone who's not related to me. There's not any sympathy in it either, just love and strength. I guess she knows I need some of both. My baby, she says. She pulls back and looks at me, tears brimming in her eyes. Went and grew up on me. She hugs my parents, too. Miss Tammy lets her have the recliner. Miss Rosalie pats the end of the sofa closest to her, so I sit there. She holds my hand and rubs her thumb along the top of it. Mmm, she says. Mmm. It's like my hand is telling her a story, and she's responding. She listens to it for a while, then says, I'm so glad you came over. I've been wanting to talk to you. Yes, ma'am. I say what I'm supposed to. You were the very best friend that boy ever had. This time I can't say what I'm supposed to. Miss Rosalie, we weren't as close. I don't care, baby, she says. Khalil never had another friend like you. I know that for a fact. I swallow. Yes, ma'am. The police told me you were the one with him when it happened. So she knows. Yes, ma'am. I'm standing on a track, watching the train barrel toward me, and I tense up and I wait for the impact. The moment she asks what happened, 
but the train shifts to another track. Maverick, he wanted to talk to you. He wanted your help. Daddy straightens up. For real? Uh-huh. He was selling that stuff. Something leaves me. I mean, I kind of figured it, but to know it's the truth? This hurts. But I swear I want to cuss Khalil out. How could he sell that very stuff that took his mama from him? Did he realize that he was taking somebody else's mama from them? Did he realize that if he does become a hashtag, some people will only see him as a drug dealer? He was so much more than that. Oof. I don't want to give it away again, but if you have a grandma in your life, you know how much grandmas hurt and how much they care for their kids and their kids' kids. And I cannot imagine imagine what Miss Rosalie was going through. She is not only going through her own cancer treatment, but has a daughter who is an addict and now has lost a grandchild. You know, it's all these complex, super, super intricate themes that you see throughout the book. And um, it made me a little teary eyed. I didn't want to cry. You know what I'm saying? But if you cry, it's okay. It's okay because it's a very powerful book. And um, again, it just, it, it really tells very beautifully the story of someone witnessing a very unjust murder, the consequences of that, and how much the Black community feels for what happened to Khalil, but also the complex things. Khalil was selling drugs and his mom is also a addict. And there's all these different things that go into play in this story, but I highly suggest it. It's such a great book. I cannot wait to finish the entire thing. If you are interested in getting a copy, you can go to the CSULB University Library and check out a copy of your own. I bought mine on Amazon. I had to take, uh, take advantage of my student Amazon discount, okay? Um, but that's all for this episode. Thank you for listening and making Lit at the Beach a successful and exciting new podcast courtesy of Daily 49er Productions. We look forward to making more Lit at the Beach and discussing more literature. You can expect more for the month of April. We'll be focusing on Earth Day themes, but also promoting local authors as well. Thank you for once again listening. Do not forget to follow us on all major streaming platforms and also follow Daily 49er to stay up to date for this and more podcast content. Have a great week and thank you for listening. Take care.